Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when Salt and Pepper come together. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia and you are tuning in for my solo episode this week. Um, You get two back-to-back solo episodes because I majorly dropped the ball last week on Lisa's episode. Maybe I was just trying to sabotage her or something. I'm I'm just like, no, I'm actually not going to even edit yours. Um, But no, it's been crazy. I was just in Southern California for almost a week for work. And of course, one day of play in Disney. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know I'm a huge Disney fan. Um, But I've just been gone and I was editing podcasts in the car and I forgot to edit the Halloween episode and I have just been kind of all over the place. I've been having major brain fog lately and um, it's just been a whole thing. So I'm trying to be up to date and record my episode um, way in advance, like a super responsible adult, an adult. Um, and I figured let's just do this. Let's dive on in. This week, I want to talk about something a little bit more vulnerable. Um, if you are, you know, familiar with the show, you know that Lisa and I get vulnerable a lot. We talk a lot about pretty much anything and everything. Um, and one thing that is a pretty underlying theme, especially for me, um, I mean, especially for women, but especially for me on this podcast is talking about my insecurities with how I look, my appearance. Um, This is something that has always been um, an issue for me in my life. Um, Ever since I was little, I can remember I started wearing makeup when I was 12, which in hindsight, I think was way too young. Um, And I think I just kind of started off my existence as an older woman (laughs) or, you know, becoming a woman going into junior high, all of these different things that it was always centered around how I looked. And that um, is a very interesting precedent to set for yourself, especially as uh, a little kid. I would remember looking back that a lot of times the first thing that would be said to me when people met me, and again, I'm not saying any of this stuff to like pat myself on the back because I clearly think the opposite of what these people were saying, Um, but it would always be like the first comment would be about how I looked or it would be a comment about something, something about me, whether it was my hair or, you know, whatever it was, it was something that would be said that had to do with how I looked. And when I was younger, I played the harp. That's a different story for a different time. And so a a lot of that accompanied it. It was very much this idea of like this pretty little angelic homeschooler who played the harp, which is very funny when I think back to it. So yeah, I think when I look back, I kind of see a lot of things, the the overarching, is it arcing or arching? Overarching (laughs) 
theme being about how I looked and how I presented myself physically. And as I went into high school, I got braces. You know, I went through the whole phase. I had braces twice. Um, And that was before a time where a lot of different types of girls were being accepted. The people on the magazines were teeny, teeny, tiny, non-freckled blonde girls, which those girls are absolutely beautiful too, but I wasn't seeing a lot of representation of who I was and how I looked as a kid. I think that's probably why I liked Wizards of Waverly Place so much because Selena Gomez was kind of breaking into this idea. I mean, she's absolutely gorgeous, but she was kind of breaking into this this new thing of like, you don't have to look like this Hannah Montana person. You don't have to look like, you know, Ashley Tisdale to be in this limelight. Like you can be different. And of course, it's just gotten better and better. And of, and of course, we have a long way to go, but I don't even need to get into that. So with all that, I had a lot of insecurities of being like, am I pretty in the way that I should be pretty? You know, am I this type of pretty or am I that type of pretty? Like, am I that the type of pretty that people just go like, yeah, you're pretty blah, blah, blah. Or like, you're you're pretty, but like, you know, you have freckles and you're really fair skinned. And people would joke around about how I looked like Wednesday from the Adams Family. And, and I got that for a really long time. I mean, up until even a few years ago, the last job I had, people would say I looked like Wednesday. And you know, it really hurt my feelings. Like I know you can, you're supposed to just like let things roll off your back and it's, you know, water off a duck's back. Who cares about what people say? But because my appearance was a really big insecurity for me when people were comparing me to a Halloween character, it just didn't feel good. Now, whether I do or do not look like Wednesday Adams is I'm fine with that now. (laughs) And it's taken me a long time to get to that spot. It's taken me a long time to own um, my fair skin and actually be happy I have fair skin and be an advocate for saying, hey, you don't have to be tan um, to be beautiful. You know, we can all have different colors of skin. You know, I think it's very important that we still are saying these things and still kind of hammering those things in of it. There isn't one type of way to be pretty. There are multiple types of ways and it's not just what we see. And I think right now in our world, we are kind of seeing we are seeing multiple types of beauty. But unfortunately, to be honest, the main one we are seeing is this very fake very filtered, very overfilled, very plastic version of a woman, which I am not judging them. I would absolutely be lying if I told you I didn't think about getting some sort of work done, especially as I've gotten older. But with that, even though I'm sure it's something that a lot of people have thought about, or if you're listening to this, maybe you have had work done. I'm not judging you for that because I think it can be very, very challenging to be in this world of social media and always looking at ourselves in the in videos in the mirror in photos seeing ourselves from a bad angle and being like how do I look like that I look like a gargoyle <laughs> like this is horrible I need to get these things fixed without really understanding that the people who love us shouldn't love us for how we look and I know that we get told this all the time right it's like the same thing over and over like it's it's not on it's not about what's on the outside and though that's true That also is not like this magical band-aid that fixes how you feel about yourself. Um, Which, again, if you listen to the show, like I am a very big advocate for 
Um, health and fitness, I think those things should be done um, because of how you feel and then how you look will come after. Um, of course, Lisa and I talk about makeup and hair and skincare. I think um, being put together and valuing how you look on the outside is important because I do think there is a certain reflection of maybe how you're feeling on the inside reflecting on the outside. And to break that down a little bit, because I feel like that can get a little bit confusing is I'm more saying like, if you get up every day and you put your best foot forward and whether that means you're putting on a little mascara, whether that means you're putting on no makeup at all, but maybe that means you're taking care of your skin and you're always brushing your teeth or you're going on a walk every day, you know, those things, the way that we're supplementing our bodies with health and the way that we're working out and the things that we're putting on our skin and hair, like those are a direct result, I think, of how we're feeling in life. Um, That can be a whole other tangent. So with all of that being said, I'm not saying that how you look, I'm not saying that taking care of yourself is a bad thing. I mean, I wear makeup every day that I go out. Um, I have gotten better since I've gotten older. I like it for me. It's a fashion thing. I love fashion for me, not for other people. Um, But I do within all of that have a lot of insecurities. I think you know, if I'm not leading with my looks, then what will people comment on? And I think that that is, you know, that is something that goes back very, very, very young. Ever since I was little, my mom would say that. And again, I don't want it to sound like I'm oh tooting my own horn or being like, look at me, I'm so beautiful. Because that's just, that isn't the truth. That's not how I feel about it. But if that's the thing that people are leading with, then I think in my head, well, if I don't wear makeup or I don't have a good outfit or maybe I don't look pretty that day, what will I lead with? What do I have? And even though I know I, you know, value my personality or I think I would love, I would want somebody to love me for my personality over how I look any day of the week. And I, I would hope all of you guys would agree to that. Um, Sometimes it can be really hard to just be like in leggings and a t-shirt and maybe I'm breaking out and I feel really ugly and gross and I see a friend and I'm just like, I do not want you to see me. And even though I know that they still love me, a huge part of me is like the whole time thinking, are they thinking about how bad I look right now? Are they thinking about how I look, you know, better when I put together? Are they thinking, are they judging me? Are they judging my skin? So you know, the answer could be yes. Yeah, maybe there are certain people in this world that will look at you and immediately judge you based off of your appearance. But those are not the people that we want in our lives, right? Like we do not want the people that are like, oh man, like you're breaking out. You should really go cover that zit up. (laughs) It's like we want the type of friends that are just like, dude, don't wear makeup. Let your skin breathe. Like I don't care. And I have to remember too, I I don't care at all what my friends look like. I don't care if they never wear makeup. I think they're beautiful no matter what. But for me, it's a different standard. And I think that a lot of people listening to this would agree. I think you listening to this would hopefully understand what I'm saying and realize that if you're feeling those things, you are definitely not alone. There is a lot of pressure put on women. Coincidentally, I do believe that that pressure is put on women by other women. I think most men don't particularly like a super over makeup, overfilled, overdone face. I won't speak for everybody and I won't even go down that road, but I do believe at least in my life, that is the case. Um, I think that most people like a confident person and I am far less confident than I appear or put on. I do think faking confidence can be um, very empowering because 
I think you can get a lot of stuff done if you can put your best foot forward and say, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be confident with who I am, with how I look. And with all that, in the last few months, if you guys follow us, you know, videos are something that we recently have implemented and it's something that I've been talking a lot about. This is a huge hurdle for me. This is something that I have had to overcome in my life ever since I started doing content almost nine years ago. I've been at a spot in my life where I go, I know I need to do video. And I know that if I would have done video years ago when it first started, I probably would be seeing more of the success that I want to see in my life. I know that if I started, would have started doing video when I first started the podcast, I probably would see more growth in the show than I do right now. But, you know, in the spirit of always talking about going out of your comfort zone and always going above and beyond and always trying to be a high performer and and doing things you don't want to do, starting to do video in the last month has been an extreme whirlwind for me because not only have I faced my fears and just done it, but I've really had to compartmentalize and be like, holy crap, I look like that. I want to jump off a bridge. I want to get work done. I can't believe I feel so ugly. I feel fat. I feel blah, blah, blah. It's like all of these super negative things. Um, But I've had to look at this and go, I don't have to do these videos but I want the podcast to be successful. So if I want the podcast to be successful, I have to do the thing that I do not want to do. And, you know, we just released a whole episode on this. You can go listen to it. It's called, um, I believe it's called something like going out of your comfort zone is super important (laughs) or something like that. Um, But, you know, for me, the biggest struggle really has been this isn't the biggest thing. The way that I look is not the biggest thing happening in, of course, the world, but not even my world. You know, it's like coming off of the back of all of Arturo's uh, medical things and, you know, and going through a lot of personal things in my life going, man, it really just doesn't matter how I look. So even though I could go on about this for a really long time, I just want to say that if you are really struggling with insecurities with how you look, I would suggest doing something that really pushes you out of your comfort zone because I know that that is helping me. Doing these videos is helping me. Um, A few years ago, you know, I would wear eyeliner, like liquid eyeliner every day. And and it was pretty much like Lisa encouraging me to kind of go down one. So I kind of just started doing more eyeshadow. And, you know, there are more days now where I'm not wearing as much eyeshadow. So I'm not going to pretend to you. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, this is super easy. You're going to be able to do this overnight and you're going to feel better. But taking those little steps to do the one thing, like maybe tomorrow you don't wear a fake eyelash if you do every day, or maybe you don't curl your hair and you wear it naturally. I'm talking to myself. Um, Or maybe the insecurity is something else. Maybe it's within your body. Um, I would just say, look at your body and thank your body for getting up tomorrow and and reward your body by going on a long walk and saying like thank you for getting me to point a and point b because without you i wouldn't be able to do these things and i know that can sound really woo woo but i think doing things out of your comfort zone when it comes to your insecurities is really what's going to help you and that has really helped me so even though i'm still going to wear makeup and i'm still going to deal with a lot of insecurities and i think my physical appearance is probably going to be at the forefront of my mind probably the rest of my life I think is something I'm going to struggle with but I'm hoping that I can keep getting better and better at accepting myself just the way that I am and also thanking God for creating me this way and for making me in his image and knowing that I 
am beautiful in my own way and you are beautiful in your own way and there isn't one type of way to be pretty and I think you just really have to remember that celebrate your differences and celebrate the way that you are um and I just say go for it whatever it is that's kind of holding you back just go for it so I hope that helps you guys and I'm sure we'll be talking more about this every single day. I have to see myself on video. So I think that's it. And if you guys haven't yet, you can follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. You can follow us personally at Olivia Crin and at It's Lisa Brosser. And feel free to DM us. DM me. Let me know what you're dealing with. Let me know what you're going through. We love to talk to our shakers and kind of just get into more of our community and talk to you guys. So I'm signing off and we will see you guys on Tuesday. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.